this is looking a little off. Let's hone in on that. What is the issue? Let's get down to it. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Before we get into today's show, a big thank you to our sponsor, Send Gym. If you want to get the leads you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendgym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendgym.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we are so excited to have on our guest. Her name is Carla Iniquez, and she is actually an accountant that is specific for landscapers. She might be a unicorn. I'm like, how do you even <laughs> find an accountant that's specific to landscaping? I Because our accountants never were. They were just general. And so yeah. I am super excited to talk to you today because I think that is amazing. Thanks for being on here, Carla. Thank you for having me. I'm excited as well. <laughs> yeah. No, so just so you don't mind sharing a little bit of your background, your story. And like, how did this happen? Yeah. How did you get to be specific to landscaping? It's amazing. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, when I first got into accounting, I worked at a generalist firm. It was a small uh, firm and we didn't really specify in helping any industry per se, but it just so happened that we had a lot of landscapers, a lot of construction workers, just because of where we were. Mm -hmm. And so I got to know the industry very well. And I saw some of the same reoccurring issues, problems with pricing, and they just needed help with the financial side of their business. Sure. And so became like passionate about helping um, landscapers specifically and coming up with some solutions on that end. But then went off to work for one of the larger CPA firms in the world and just did some auditing work there. And then when I branched out, I knew that I wanted to provide accounting services for this industry. So that's kind of how I got started in that. Very cool. I like that. What is the difference between a bookkeeper and a CPA? Because I've, I've heard people kind of mix the terms and I know there's a difference. Do you mind sharing that? Yeah. And so I would say the first thing is education wise. A bookkeeper doesn't need a four-year degree. I would say they could either be self-taught or have a two-year degree in accounting, but a CPA definitely needs at least a four-year bachelor degree. Okay. I have my master's because some state requirements, it depends. So here we need 150 credits. I got the master's and then a CPA also takes four exams in their state. And so they get issued a license. And then a CPA could do some of the bookkeeping work, mm -hmm. but also does taxes and is allowed to represent you in front of the IRS if you have any issues. And then I would say is a little more knowledgeable in like the higher level aspects of accounting. Sure. It's not just, yeah, putting in invoices and bills. Right. It sounds like yeah. there's a lot to it. Yeah, there's a lot of education. Exactly. Do you think landscapers need both or find somebody that can do both? Or what's your recommendation on that? 
Yeah, so I would say for the daily like transactions, a bookkeeper is enough if you're just inputting some invoicing, paying some vendors, doing the monthly bookkeeping. But then maybe you need a CPA or I recommend that you need a CPA when you're going to do your taxes or when you need more of the high level advisory services, such as maybe presenting some financial ratios, some liquidity measures that you need to know in your business. So more of that high level, I would say that's when you would want that CPA to hop on board. That for sure makes sense because even in our business, yeah, like I did a fair amount of just bookkeeping as it is mom. Right. But yeah, when it came time for like, yeah, the heavy lifting, we're like, yeah, we're just, we're going to hire someone for that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a little too much for somebody who's not very specifically trained in it. Yeah. Now, do you think a bookkeeper is just really essential just for the main stuff? Like, or can a landscaper do it all on their own? Or what do you see with that? Yeah. So I think it just depends on what stage you are. I know that when you first start, you want to do it all <laughs> yourself and, and take it on. So I think you can definitely, you know, if you want to save some money when you're just starting out, get yourself a QuickBooks or Zero account, whatever it may be, keep track of your revenue and expenses. But then I would say when you start getting busier and you really can't do it on like a weekly or even monthly basis anymore, it's just not worth it. You need to find a bookkeeper at that point. Sure. Now, what are some of the common issues you find landscapers, you know, make when they're doing this type of stuff? Like if they've been doing it themselves. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're like, what is this mess? What have you done here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. The things that I see. <laughs> so. When you're doing it yourself, I would say you need to know what your invoicing process is. So okay. from the beginning, you know, you're giving out that estimate. Where are you creating that? Is it on QuickBooks? Is it on Jobber? And then how is that syncing to your accounting software? Okay. So you need to make sure that those two things are communicating because if it's not, then you're going to have a mess with like your AR, your deposits, I would say. Sure. And then if you're just doing everything through QuickBooks online, if you're using that to like invoice, I would say that there's like a whole process. You need to like make your bank deposits, making sure that your deposits match with your invoices. Some other common errors that I see is your expenses are not being categorized correctly. Okay. So your direct expenses are your cost of sales, your fuel, your fuel for machines, your employee labor, things of that nature needs to be categorized as such. So cost of services versus your operating expenses, like your advertising expense. Okay. Those are the two top things I would say. Sure. Now, when you have that bookkeeper, do they give you like weekly information or monthly information? Is that something you look for with a bookkeeper? So I think what most bookkeepers do is that they'll reconcile your books every month and they'll send you some basic financial reports. Mm -hmm. um, what you want to make sure is that bookkeeper knows the industry or is specialized in the industry, like I said, because then your profit and loss will have like expenses not in the right area and then you can compare to other companies similar to yours, which can be beneficial to see where you're at, you know, mm -hmm. you won't be comparing apples to apples if that information is not correct. So you'll get your financial reports. You want to make sure if you've been in business for a couple of months that your profit and loss is by um, service line. So how are you doing in your maintenance division? How are you doing in your installation division? You can get more granular as you're in business for more years, I would say. Yeah, I think that was one of our biggest changes we made when we 
Katie and I started really diving into things, we actually started visualizing everything because it made it so much easier to track things. Exactly. And then you can really see, yeah. it gives you so much clarity. You can see, oh, okay, um, maybe we should drop that service line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You either drop it or figure out a way to either improve your training or, you know, it just it just makes things so much easier. Yeah, yeah. What are some of the key numbers that landscapers should be looking at in their business? I think it depends when you're first starting off. I think that you're so used to just looking at your bank account every day and just looking at that number. Oh, I have money in there. Exactly. <laughs> this is good news. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all do it, right? But when you're first starting out, be sure to look at your profit and loss every day. I mean, maybe not every day, but at least every week and see what your profit is. So just your regular profit and loss. Like I said, as you're in business for a couple of years, then look at that service line performance, see where that's going, look at those profit and losses, and then check on your labor efficiency. A lot of landscapers know how much time it would take to complete a certain job, mm -hmm. but then they don't compare. At the end, you should compare. You should say, okay, this is how long it was going to take. This is how long it actually took. And then make your employees accountable for that. Make it a game. Okay, if we, if we get sure. this done quicker, <laughs> we'll give you like a bonus or something, some incentive to just increase that efficiency, therefore, you know, increasing profit at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Another thing to be on the lookout is cash flow, right? Because with the seasonality of the business, as you know, it fluctuates, it's not just, okay, even flat lines. So if you're looking at your cash flow report, which in my opinion is the most important report because it's literally cash in, cash out, nothing else. Like it's so easy to look at. And what we do is we help our clients forecast that cash flow out for the next six months, your revenues and your expenses. That way you can anticipate where those cash shortfalls may be, you can plan for your equipment purchase, your other employee that's going to come on. You know, you can see what that's going to look like. And I mean, you can do this on an Excel sheet just based on like historical data if you wanted to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. I think it's just so important because so many times we're just looking at past historical data yeah. and it's like, oh, well, I wish I could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I think those three things are definitely top things to keep in mind. Do you find that you have to educate a lot of the landscapers on how to read like the you know, profit loss statement and everything else? Because we see in our stuff that, you know, people don't understand. We we didn't understand when we first started looking at it and we had to educate ourselves on it. Yeah. So even our quarterly meetings, which is the most basic meetings that we have for any client, is that we walk them through the financial statements and we're like, OK, this is what that means. And then we come up with ratios, like I said, and we'll compare it to other similar companies like them and we'll say, okay, this is looking a little off. Let's hone in on that. What is the issue? Let's get down to it. So it's so important to have someone guide you through those statements because if someone just sends you a report every month and you're just like kind of thanks, sure. but then you don't know what to do with it. <laughs> you're like, okay. It's like me going out and doing landscaping. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> Right. I think that's so important because, like I said, we didn't understand. No, and cash flow statement is one of those things we never looked at either. Exactly like you said, we're like, hey, we got money in the bank. We're yeah. doing all right yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Who knows what it's going to be in a month, but yeah. 
You mentioned uh, job costing, and that's so important. We stress that so much in our academy that you have to look at it, especially like it's a TNM job too. Like, make sure you're billing the the client everything you did. So you wouldn't know that unless you did the job costing. So yeah, I think that's huge. Yeah, and if you start job costing and keeping track of your expenses early on, then you'll avoid some of those issues if you didn't do it, and you'll get more accurate with your estimates and everything moving forward. That's so true. <laughs> yes. So if somebody's looking at getting a bookkeeper and or a CPA, what are the things that you need to look for? So I would say just make sure that they're familiar with this industry. That way they can help you with any issues that arise and help you with, you know, the financial statements and are familiar with those financial reports and how they're supposed to look. Because I get crazy stories like their CPA was questioning them, like, why do you have so many trucks? <laughs> they don't know. Yeah, because I have like four crews. <laughs> <laughs> I need them for my people. Yeah. And then if this person's not familiar with the industry, they'll either write things off as expenses that are not supposed to be or not accrue things on the books, such as trucks, lawnmowers, things like that. Or it's just so important for tax purposes and for bookkeeping purposes that you get someone that's familiar with the industry. So that way they can put everything on the books correctly, get your assets on your books correctly, your trucks, your mowers, things of that nature. And then for tax purposes, making sure that you're depreciating those assets, making sure that you're claiming gas mileage, all of that. So Mm -hmm. someone who's either specialized or knows about the industry very well. That's a very good point. Because like Katie said, we had just a kind of a general accountant and we ended up having a change after we started really diving into things and looking into like consultants that we found we had to change the way our stuff was laid out because we couldn't really read it and comprehend how to make it work for our business. So I can definitely see the advantage of having somebody specialist like you. So that's smart. So I know you're you're mainly like a virtual bookkeeper and CPA now. Is that safe? Because like if I heard people say, I'd rather just have somebody local. Yeah. So like I said, when I first started out in my accounting career a few years ago, I did start off at a local firm. And, you know, I would say that it's just as safe or even safer because I take it to another level. I don't even want documents exchanged through email, nothing like that, because a lot of the virtual firms, what we use is a secure document management storage system, which is cloud-based. And it's not like shared on a cloud. It's a private cloud. That way we can exchange documents securely. No one can be any type of sensitive information. So I would say you need to just make sure that that person has or that firm has the right security measures in place, you know, with cybersecurity and all of that. I think it's awesome that this day and age, that it's even an option. Right. Because what if you're in a smaller town, you're just stuck with the one accountant in town. (laughs) So (laughs) I think it's great to even just have the option to find somebody who is specialized. Yeah. And it's funny. It's one of the parts on the CPA exam, like cybersecurity and all of that. It's like you need to. So modern. Yeah. You need to um, make sure that client's information is safe and securely stored and all of that. Do you find one accounting program better than the other, like QuickBooks or Xero? Is there something you would recommend? Yeah, so we strictly use QuickBooks online. Mm -hmm. It's worked out in every scenario. The biggest pushbacks that I get from clients that are not using QuickBooks online, I would say is job costing, but that's just from information that they're getting from on the web. Mm -hmm. But I think what they're seeing is job costing for manufacturing companies, which is totally different. (laughs) And I'm like, no, we can do this on QuickBooks online. We have different ways that we go about 
out with different clients, depending on the size that can totally be done online. But that's the only thing that I normally hear from clients who don't have it, who are like iffy about QuickBooks Online. But I recommend QuickBooks Online. It's Mm -hmm. awesome. Their customer service is great. We usually just take care of any customer service issues that arise. So if you're going to have a bookkeeper, I'm sure if there's ever any issues, they'll take it into their hands and talk to into it and whatnot. Now, your firm can actually help people get set up from the whole, you know, from the beginning or, you know, anywhere along the way, right? Correct. What we do is we'll set you up with your chart of accounts, you know, the special, you know, for landscaping business owners. We know what that's supposed to look like. Like I said, you know, your revenue streams, maintenance, installation, different things like that, hardscape. Um, And then we'll set up your cost of services, you know, your direct costs and your operating expenses on QuickBooks Online. How long does that typically take? It really depends when clients switch over to us. They're usually so behind on their bookkeeping. (laughs) 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 They're they're behind like year, year and a half. Oh, wow. That's more than I would have thought. I mean, I understand getting behind, but a year, year and a half is quite a bit. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Our clients are usually behind and it usually takes us about three to five weeks, depending on the amount of month that they're behind on. Gotcha. Do you mind sharing a little bit of information about your firm and how people can get a hold of you? Yeah, so my firm is called Cycle CPA, C-Y-C-L-E, CPA.com. And I think the best way to get in contact is through our Facebook group. It's called Landscaping Accountant. Feel free to join our group um, and you can send a message through there. And then I have my email. It's Carla P at cyclecpa.com. Great. No, thank you. And we'll put all the information in the uh, show notes and everything, but it's pretty cool. I was just telling Katie, like, I was surprised at how many people were inside your uh, Facebook group. I was like, it's awesome. It's growing. Yeah. We're excited about it. Looking forward to even growing it more, right? (laughs) No, I think it is great because accounting is something that we, I mean, we're not accountants. We were not like the best at. And so to have a group where they have access to asking questions and stuff, I think that's awesome. Yeah. And any question, and we're looking to just provide valuable information out there. I know we do like accounting term of the day, just even like the simplest things all the way to like more high level complex things on there. If you need any information about bookkeeping, accounting and some tax topics, um, we also have a unit section with some videos. <laughs> Actually, I never checked that part out to look at that part. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate you being on here today, Carla. You mind answering some fun questions we have? Yeah, I don't mind. All right. No, these are always fun. Uh, First up, what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Oh, the weirdest thing? Oh, gosh. (laughs) It's going to be really weird, guys. (laughs) All right. My family's from Ecuador. Okay. And they eat hamster there. And I was young. (laughs) Okay. And they were like, just try it. It's fine. It's like chicken. I'm like, okay. Being the courageous six-year-old that I was. And I I tried that. It was salty. (laughs) Salty. (laughs) Maybe hamster doesn't have a lot of flavor. Do you have to salt it up? I don't know. I was not expecting hamster. That is amazing. That is a good one. All right. I'm sorry. Not hamster. It's guinea pig. Oh, guinea pig? Guinea pig. Okay. Yes. Because I've heard of people eating guinea pig. This was the first first time for hamster. I'm like, they're so tiny. No, not hamster. <laughs> <laughs> Little hamster like. Yeah. Guinea pig. That is so funny. Okay. Yeah. So okay, well, guinea pig. Yes, that is definitely nobody has ever answered with guinea pig. <laughs> and I've never tried guinea pig. I wouldn't have any idea. So, I've eaten crickets. Maybe that's the weirdest thing. So, oh, wow. Cricket. Yeah. Um, if everything in your house had to be one color, 
what color would you choose? Uh, blush. <laughs> Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. Not too overbearing. No. Not too crazy. My fiance goes crazy. He's like, everything is white. Yeah. He's like, you're going to get everything dirty. Don't buy that. That's white. I'm like, it's fine. I'll clean it if it gets dirty. Uh-huh. I'm all about the neutrals. <laughs> yes. I like them too, but we do. We have maybe too much white. Well, because our boys are teenagers and I swear they just like walk and like take their hands like this down everything. So there is a lot of cleaning involved, but <laughs> no. Oh, that would sound like it would be nice. Yeah. And if you could sing a duet with anyone, who would it be? Um, the Coldplay band. Oh, <laughs> fun. I like nice. Coldplay. I like it. Yes. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, thank you again, Carla. We appreciate you being on here today. And we look forward to uh, talking to you more inside the Facebook group. Yeah, I know. I hope people hop into your Facebook group. I mean, I just, like I said, I can't stress enough, like how amazing it would be to have access to asking an accountant questions. So definitely get in there and check her out. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah definitely check out her services. Thank you for having me. All right, Carl. Well, have a great day. You too. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. 